0: So, it's been a while. Just a little bit. And I've been thinking a lot about the intro to our podcast recently, and I think I've just accidentally, for 30 episodes, stolen the format that the Weekly Planet uses Not even thinking about it. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I am your host Gabe Thomas, with me as always is your co-host Francisco Alcala.
1: Welcome back everybody to another episode of the Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV
0: shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, with me as always is my co-host Nick Mason. But I was thinking about it, finally, and I feel like we need to change our intro, and I don't know to what.
1: I feel like, first of all, I feel like this was on purpose. Second, of all... maybe, maybe it was definitely (laughs) it was
0: subconscious theft because I've just I've spent thousands of hours listening to that, so it's in my head that that is how I would start a podcast. But I kind of (laughs) I feel bad about it. Um, Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know how we would start it.
0: (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Every Marvel Movie Ever. I'm your host, Gabe Thomas, with me as always is your co-host Nick Mason. I mean Francisco Alcala, and today we are talking about the only Marvel film to come out in 2006, X-Men
1: The Last Stand. What do you think? Is this your first time seeing this, probably? Yes, it is. It'll possibly change, but I think I like this one better than the other two. That's embarrassing. Just slightly. Yeah, I know it is. But you know what? That's fine. I like this movie.
0: I like it more than uh, the second one. I think the first two, I don't know why. If There's more dumb shit in this one. That's but, what makes it more fun. <laughs> exactly. This feels the most like a comic book film that any of the original X-Men 3 movies do. And that's what I want. I want dumb bird men and ice fights and whatever. Like It's campy and it's hokey, but it's kind of like Fantastic Four, honestly, in that way where it's a little innocent and just dumb. (laughs) A little. (laughs) And X2 doesn't have that. Like, that movie's super serious all the time, and it's mourning about religion and stuff. And this deals with those same segregation topics that the X-Men should deal with. But then there's some fun, wacky shit in there, too. And you get maybe the first reference to a meme in mainstream cinema.
1: Don't you know who I am? I'm the Juggernaut, bitch!
0: So we can maybe thank this movie for the
1: Emoji Movie...
0: (laughs) <laughs> or the angry birds movie what other internet movies are there
1: uh, i'm sure there's a lot
0: friend request I mean, let me say that white <laughs> friend request it's a facebook horror movie who's that the girl in my class zero friends
1: super weird i think you're thinking of a different movie Unless there's another one like that. What are you thinking? Unfriended. No, unfriended. Is oh, Skype. that's guy. Yeah, never so, mind. Don't. I mean, worry. same oh, thing. Unfriended <laughs>
0: counts too. There you go. We could unfriended
1: one and two. One, yeah. Dark web.
0: <laughs> Interesting thing about dark web is apparently there are two endings of that movie in different cinemas got different endings. Oh yeah, I like, heard about Clue? that. That's, that's so weird. weird. Oh, and then f- wasn't
1: there wasn't there a third one on the on like the home release? There was a third ending. Uh, probably
0: yeah, and I think people debate which ending is better. Which one's canon? (laughs) All my friends snuck into Unfriended 2 when it came out, and I wasn't there. (laughs) Not because I'm a coward. I mean, a little
1: bit. I, yeah, I was gonna say but I sure about that.
0: Also, because oh, actually, I have no idea. I just wasn't there for some reason. I was doing something else. And I'm so mad that I didn't. see You were see seeing it. a different movie. Maybe I was seeing
1: Cats. I was. Yeah, you're you're <sighs> planning out when you're gonna see Cats in what? No, it's
0: too late. <laughs> it's too late for any. They took Cats out of theaters. Good. <laughs> cats is over. At least at our local theater, I think there's an AMC nearby where I could still see it. But that's kind of sad. You're
1: never gonna see it.
0: I'll see it, it is, when it comes it- out. Yeah, probably. You think we aren't going to do a Cats-based podcast at some point, you're fucking tripping. We have to
1: just review every version of Cats that's ever come out.
0: But there's like three, right? Probably. The movie, the probably. play, and the book. That's fine. We can do that. I hope you like T.S. Eliot, because the book is from like 1931. And that actually brings us to a great point about X-Men The Last Stand, which what? is- What? <laughs> this was based on two comic books, famously The Dark Phoenix Saga, which- plug for our dark phoenix episode that's episode eight i think so if you want to go back and listen to our fresh thoughts out of that movie they're not positive
1: unsurprisingly
0: (laughs) it should be called X women as we as we know and
1: by the way the women are
0: always saving the men around here you might want to think about changing the name to X women
1: anyway (laughs) the other
0: comic it was based on is from my favorite x-men run of all time written by the one and only joss whedon Director of the first two Avengers films, he wrote comics for a while <laughs> and he wrote Astonishing X-Men, the first six issues, which if you buy it as a graphic novel, it's called Gifted, and it's it's one of my favorite stories ever put to comic. It's brilliant and beautiful, and it's about the cure. I think there was a plotline like the nineties X-Men cartoon about the cure before that.
2: Doctor Adler claims his process can reverse genetic mutations within each cell of the body. What You mean steal our powers? It could be used as a weapon against us, but some mutants might welcome the chance to become normal.
0: Joss Whedon was going to direct this movie initially, and then they were like... I don't don't remember why. I think he had to direct Serenity or something, but obviously that didn't end up happening. Matthew Vaughn was going to direct, who he did Kick-Ass 1, 2... Or no, sorry, that's a lie. (laughs) He did Kick-Ass 1 and then he did both Kingsman movies, and he's great, and he did First Class. When he was on the project, he got Vinnie Jones for Juggernaut, and he got, I think, Kelsey Grammer for Beast, which is probably the best part of this movie. They kept those things, and then he left. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were stuck with people who didn't know what to do with those characters, one of them in particular. Still I interesting. They did pretty good. <laughs> Juggernaut, really? Yes. You think that's pretty good? No! No! Um, <laughs> Who's hiding now, dickhead? Or... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, Juggernaut, we'll get to. Big rubber muscle suit. <laughs> and Jones a, the...
1: a, a purely stone helmet for some reason.
0: Yeah, it's basically based on the ultimate Juggernaut, because, you know, we've talked about how these movies are coming out at the height of the Ultimate comics, so everybody's edgy now. And I think that's really the movie's fault, honestly, because... <laughs> These came out in, like, early Linkin Park Nine Inch Nails days. And so that's the culture. And they were like, oh, well, we got to make all these things edgy. And then you get Daredevil, you get Ghost Rider. Like, the movies well, okay, Ghost Rider is good. So. Ghost Rider is good, but <laughs> I think you're forgetting that the main villain is fucking Wes Bentley in, yeah. like, a trench coat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for next week. Next <laughs> week is gonna be so fucking great. I got my extended cut Blu-ray over there. Never seen the extended one. Can't wait. <laughs> I didn't even know it existed. Me either. The same time. Of There's like it it's like 20 minutes longer. If we're discussing directors who left, we should probably talk about who was slated to direct the first three X-Men movies, which is our best friend on the show, good old Brian Singer. Gabe's
1: Gabe's role model, his favorite person on earth, best man to ever live,
0: famous pedophile, sex offender, sex crime, creepy with Brian Singer.
1: Can't wait for this to just be censored for like 10 seconds straight. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the whole
0: episode, because I'm just going to keep slotting in things like this. So we got a different sex pest to direct this movie. Brett Ratner, who previously he did Money Talks and he did the Rush Hour movies, and then he did this for some reason. I think they gave it to him because... This movie was pretty rushed, and so they were like, oh, the first Rush Hour movie, no pun intended, was famously rushed during production. That was a solid, successful film. So we'll just have you do this superhero movie, even though it's absolutely not in your wheelhouse, and we have so many contenders for great directors who would go on to make some of the best movies in the genre? Fuck you, Matthew Von Joss Whedon. We got Brett Ratner, <laughs> who... I don't know if we should talk about controversies about him right now or if we should wait Well <laughs> we're not just gonna talk about things in general. He was a big Me Too guy in the sense that people were coming out a lot about things that he did. Okay but of course. According to the production of this movie there were some things that he'd said and maybe we should maybe we should wait until we talk about Kitty Pride. Um.
1: Okay. Well, that's not a good sign. I was thinking we should talk about it during all the the random trivia facts, but maybe it'd be better once we get to Kitty Pride to just talk these, about it.
0: I have all these written down. I'm just kind of trying to read most of the stuff I've written down. I'm just trying to remember and seep it in more seamlessly. I don't know. Whatever. This okay. isn't even interesting. I'm not even going to keep <laughs> this part in.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two things that don't go together are seamless in this podcast. Jesus
0: oh you know it's a whole new year new year new me for any no same new old year exact shit. same people <laughs> exactly yeah same show different art which we i might have to cut this out if the art isn't finished by now but if you did notice that incredible cover that we have that is of course courtesy of Paul who is the best we'll Who is a, our
1: biggest fan and we love him very we much we love
0: Paul we'll leave a link to all of his stuff in the what do you call it in the show notes we're professionals, in the if thing. you can tell, we'll in, it in, the, in the fucking, in the description, if you're watching this on YouTube, whatever. He's great. We'll talk more about Paul at the end, because, you know, we gotta read off the Paul charts about stuff <laughs> that he said about this movie. Do we need to talk with basic plot of this movie for people who haven't seen it? I know whenever we talk about one of these, we're like, people have probably just seen the MCU movies, right? So, I think, just quick rundown, is there's a mutant cure... And Magni was up to no good, and Jean, who exploded next to, she's back now, and she's super horny because she has a firebird inside her. And
1: also in the movie for about five minutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And has a total of two lines. Maybe the crux of the whole movie, and she doesn't matter.
1: She literally dies (laughs) so easily.
0: But she takes Cyclops with her, which...
1: And Professor X.
0: Yes, but the reason... The Cyclops thing is relevant because I don't know if we talked about why Brian Singer left. I think I got too excited talking about what a fucking man he is. He left to go do Superman Returns at the same time, and he famously said that he regretted that decision before watching this movie, during watching this movie, and after watching this movie. But there'd be a lot more fucking if, if, uh, you kids know, if he was in charge of this. So There's just blatant homophobia on set instead, which is... That's not better. Even even better. (laughs) Yeah, it's none of it's fun. Everybody's a monster. Fuck all of them. Well, he did that movie, which is a movie that I really like, and I know Paul really likes. And so if we do our DC show and we do that episode, hopefully we can get Paul on board to talk about that. Maybe not a great film with us, but I like that movie a whole lot. He took James Marsden with him. Um, Who's in that movie is just... Like Lois Lane's new boyfriend, or anything. It's not a better role than Cyclops. I don't know why he left. Cyclops isn't even on the cover of this DVD. Because he's, so, he's somehow
1: in the movie for, in even or no, he's probably in the movie more than The Phoenix.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, he's in it for 4 minutes and 40 seconds altogether, and I think he has. Why do you know that? Because <laughs> it's like did a Did you count? Fast... No, no, yeah, yeah. I had my stopwatch anytime Scott came on screen. But apparently somebody did, because I have that number. <laughs> he does have some good lines. I know we talked about maybe in the first X-Men movie. There's that good character moment I like where he says,
2: Not everybody heals as fast as you, Logan
0: talking about Gene's death and whatever. That's good stuff. I think there's some moments in here between people that I like more than the next two.
1: There's some pretty good lines and then there's I'm the juggernaut bitch. Not a great line. <laughs> but but no, there's actually there's actually some pretty good lines in this.
0: This was written by Simon Kinberg who he's written all sorts of schlock, but he directed David Hater. His director his directorial debut was Dark Phoenix in 2019. He directed that movie. Oh, God. And, oh, you did such a good job on Apocalypse <laughs> and X-Men 3. Everyone's
1: favorite X-Men movies.
0: We just got to give you your own movie to direct. and
1: What a coincidence that this guy worked on two of the movies that also have the Phoenix in it. True, and then worked true. on the other Phoenix movie?
0: He worked on all three of them. Yeah. Any, mo- t- movie, uh, any movie where the Phoenix has appeared, Simon Kinberg was there. You would think he really loves that storyline, but clearly he doesn't. Because both he fucks it up every time. <laughs> do it. It's been awful. But God, is this better than Dark Phoenix. Oh my God, there's no comparison. Yeah. It's I, well, much okay. better. You
1: mean the Phoenix or just the movie in general? Just
0: as a film. Yes. At at le- le-
1: any film is better than Dark Phoenix. I will <laughs>
0: say for Dark Phoenix, at least it's actually like space stuff and there's alien things going on.
1: And this is just like a river demon or something. <laughs> it's
0: a split personality that she has that Professor X has been locking away in her head. Which we also kind of got in Dark Phoenix. It's like oh you've been repressing my memories now I'm gonna make you walk up these stairs.
1: That scene was fucked up. I-, I think pretty pretty about that scene yet. all the time and yeah. we thought that was a good yeah. idea.
0: Uh, apparently Simon Kinberg did. <laughs> he wrote it with Zach Penn who he's baffled us in the past because he's written such hit films as uh-huh. Electra and then this, but he's also written stuff like The Incredible Hulk and The Avengers.
1: So, okay, that's not bad.
0: No, it's it, that's interesting, though, that he wrote Electra. I think we talked about in our Electra episode, probably, that was a long time ago, I can't remember, but I think we said he, they probably just put his name on that movie and he didn't actually have anything to do with it, because I couldn't see that being true. There's no way he wrote Incredible Hulk and Avengers, and then he wrote Electra. But then maybe some people will say...
1: Maybe he just got better.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. That's true. I mean, if you look at it, I think... Starting with Elektra and then this and then Incredible Hulk and Avengers, just gets better. Yeah, they
1: just have progressively better writing. So yeah. good on him. Maybe, yeah, actually, that's a, I didn't even <laughs> think of it like that.
0: That's 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 a good way of looking at it. I hope that's what happened because I mean, he obviously he co-wrote all of these things. He movies in Hollywood don't get written by singular people unless it's the Last Jedi. But we saw well, how that turned out. No. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that against the Last Jedi. Whatever, like what you like.
1: New ones. How was the newest one? <sighs>
0: I haven't felt like that in a theater since Batman v Superman. Scale of 1 to 10. Like a 5, probably. But that's being like. Because it's obviously. It looks very good. Because there's $250 million behind it and, and whatever. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. And it's, Wars, and it's so a Disney movie, technically. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good and everything. And people are good in it. But fuck is it schlock and bad? Like, it is insane. I heard
1: that a lot of it is just fan service.
0: Most of it is and not in like a... Not in a good way. Not in an Avengers Endgame way where it's these are moments that we've been waiting forever to be paid off and things that have always been in the back of people's minds that we've wanted to see happen. This is like... Everybody's related to everybody. Here is like... the family tree. <laughs> exactly. Like it's like, oh, you didn't like how some things were vague in those other movies, mysterious and interesting? Fuck it. Here's your answers. Nah, They're... fam,
1: this is the last movie. We gotta answer everything. They're
0: bad answers. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Director politics and whatever. It's not it's not I mean it's a cr- it's incredibly interesting and I would love to talk about it, but this is not the place to talk. I about don't it. care.
1: I, I've seen like four Star Wars movies. Yeah, and exactly. I've seen them once a couple years ago. So fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of new mutants in this. Not the new mutants. I'm sorry if I got your hopes up, but there's a lot yes, of... the new
1: mutants are in this movie.
0: <laughs> can't believe that's coming out.
1: I am so excited. I can't believe how okay it looks. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I know. Right, it looks, it like looks fine. Semi competent, which is so much well, than like I that's expected. about it <laughs> yeah you know i mean mostly we'll, we'll see it'll be fine or awful or boring or good i don't know It'd be anything any which way but loose i guess <laughs> Do we have in this that we haven't had before? We have Kitty Pride, we have Angel, we have we have
1: Colossus slightly more than we have more. Yeah, he was in the last one, but not that much. He had like a cameo.
0: We get uh, an amazing opening, not the opening opening. In fact, actually, we should talk about that, which is maybe de aging. I think it's the first time they ever did it, and it's not the worst.
1: Yeah, I feel like. My From some p- angles, I think it actually looks really good, and then they start talking, and it looks really bad. My problem with
0: <laughs> it is they don't look that much younger. Yeah,
1: they, they, they just kind of... They about the same. They kind of just removed mm-hmm. the wrinkles, which, I mean, I guess that works, but...
0: And here's another timeline thing where...
1: oh god, We don't X-Men. need to talk about X-Men and timelines. Fan, uh, people people <laughs>
0: are going to want us to. Fans of these movies like their timelines, yeah. and I like talking about yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. So, this flashback is presumably, I don't know, like, 1985 or whatever. Despite the fact
1: that First Class and all those movies happened, like, barely before. Exactly. (laughs) But the main
0: thing is, in the 80s, in this movie, Charles is walking around. In 1963, he got shot in the spine on that beach. And this isn't, like, a Days of Future Past timeline thing, where post-Days of Future Past, these movies don't really count, and they don't really matter, like... Then you have your own timeline problems, but they're not related to this original trilogy. First Class is, like, the next chronological movie after Origins, which doesn't really count, but... This is the same universe, so, like, in a pre-Days of Future Past world, but a post-First Class one, that doesn't make any fucking sense why Charlie Xavier's walking around.
2: <laughs> Charlie Xavier?
0: That's what they should call him. I really like the scene with angel when he's a kid and he's cutting his wings off that's pretty intense
1: and it came kind of out of nowhere
0: <laughs> yeah the first three scenes of this movie are really weird because it's that gene gray scene and then it's the angel thing and then we're finally with the x-men it's like weird to have two origins back to back in the first five minutes of your movie but
1: also a weird sad thing is that kid the kid from shark boy and lava girl
0: which kid oh the, the angel kid?
1: yeah when he's angel when he's a little kid
0: it's very possible, Max. I
1: I don't remember his name. I just know he's the little blonde kid. It. I let's find. I out. thought it was him. I, I but I feel like it's a weird thing to put together. No, it's
0: the same. I mean, it's like the same era. The same. Couple yeah, of
1: years, so. I I can't wait to be totally wrong or a hundred percent right.
0: I really hope that you're 100% <laughs> right, because that's hilarious, if that's true. Yep, sure is. Is it? Right on the money with that yeah. one. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> never, never would have put God, that God, that's going to make the...
1: If I ever somehow see that movie again, it's going to make it so much more funny. If I see either of these two movies, it's going to make it more funny. <laughs> yeah, especially this one. It's like,
0: <laughs> you're supposed to go to the Planet Jewel or Where's whatever. Where's Taylor Lautner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and George Lopez is Mr. Electric. <laughs> somebody got uh, to take that kid's dream journal. <laughs> can we do that that's a superhero movie <laughs> how do we how do we work that in yeah
1: all right the we're, we're just gonna do that movie over and over again
0: we would have to do a podcast where we did all the rejects like we did spy kids or maybe not spy kids but like shark boy and lava girl and kick ass and super and like all these all, movies that don't count yeah
1: all the non-big brand like dark superhero movies.
0: And, Vertigo <laughs> and stuff yeah Maybe not Vertigo. is technically DC, but Vertigo doesn't exist anymore, so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get shit for saying Vertigo a second ago. I don't give a shit. I was thinking Valiant, but I didn't say it, did I? Anyway, not Valiant, the movie where Ian McGregor is a carrier pigeon in World War II. I'm just <laughs> I'm just spinning
1: wheels now. I uh, can tell. What oh the God, fuck is that? Oh man, <laughs>
0: don't, don't look it up.
1: <laughs> I don't plan to.
0: <sighs> yeah, but I really like that scene in that is a Matthew Vaughn moment like he scripted that and so that's why that I feel like doesn't match that much of the other movie it's like this really dark thing and then you kind of get more of that darkness next one first class and watching this because it hasn't been that long since the last time I saw this because I watched it before Dark Phoenix came out and that was like six months ago I've just been thinking a lot of these movies I feel like and I feel like this is true up until maybe like Thor the Dark World they have a lot more of an edge like the Spider-Man movies and the X-Men movies aren't afraid to get violent, and I think that's kind of true throughout all the X-Men movies. It's like there's always a level to them. Where I mean, you like,
1: ha- you have Wolverine as your main character,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he doesn't like chop anybody up in in these movies. He, I mean, he does in this. In but this movie, he does, it's but it's people a, it's who a can joke. grow back and stuff. And,
1: Grow those back. <laughs>
0: he probably could. Like, yeah. It's a dumb line. Not as good as uh, Charles always wanted to build bridges, though. Charles
1: always wanted to build bridges. Charles always wanted to build bridges. <laughs> he didn't build a
0: bridge. He just put it. Yeah, he just moved <laughs> he's, it. He just moved a bridge. fucking idiot. Charles always wanted. You know what? You know what? In that final battle, he says the same line twice in a row. He...
1: In chess, the pawns go first. That's why the pawns go first.
0: Anyway, I feel like in Bridges. these these <laughs> movies feel more dangerous. Like in the MCU movies, nobody really dies until everybody died, and then everybody <laughs> came back, and then one person died. Um, and no, two people died yeah, actually. But she's getting a movie, so I don't really. Well, care. it's a prequel, so I don't it doesn't care. count. It doesn't, Fuck you. It doesn't feel <laughs> dangerous though for have somebody die in the MCU because I'm always like.
1: I mean, yeah. How else are you gonna make your two billion dollars?
0: Yeah, and and I I love those movies, and those <laughs> movies are more coherent and a lot of them are better but these movies kind of just feel like grittier things i think that's due to the era they came out in and the studios that produced them because it wasn't all disney i mean that's probably why thor the dark world is the first one where things start to be because those early marvel movies they're pretty fucked like Iron Man's... I mean, Iron Man
1: was literally selling weapons to terrorists. True, so. it's true. <laughs> and there's,
0: like, torture scenes in a couple of those movies, like, violent ones, and then Iron Man has him fucking that reporter. So, like, there's, there's stuff in those early movies that I feel like people kind of don't realize that that's not no that stuff is has been the Disney fied MCU and that doesn't make I don't anything... think
1: they realize it I think it's just been so long that they did they just forgot that it even happened
0: probably but I don't I mean I'm not saying any of this stuff makes it better or worse I just think it's interesting that when you're watching an x-men movie it's like there's so many people here that some of them will probably get killed off but then when you're watching an Avengers movie you never feel like that I don't I don't know why that is I've just always kind of thought that like it's these movies feel a lot Less safe than the newer ones do, and I don't. That's kind of the end of my thought. I like, I don't know what that
1: means, but I mean, halfway through the movie, Mystique's just gone. Yeah, <laughs> she just gets shot, and then she loses her powers, I and, enjoy then, that scene. and then and then Magneto's just like you're not one of us anymore. I don't. She know. was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? No, you don't remember that. While he's walking away, he was like, "She used to be so beautiful." <laughs>
0: Not the way you're saying it. I'll well, you what. I love that's it, fine. That's
1: hilarious. That's what he talks like. Sorry, could you do it again? Fuck, I forgot what the line was. She used to, she used to, be, to be so, so beautiful. beautiful. Charles always wanted to build bridges. Yes, <laughs> the ponds go far. You know what? For some reason, my impression of him sounds like Bane, but without the
0: mask. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, you know what? Dark Knight Rises, there's- this isn't going in. But there's that line where somebody I don't know if it's Batman or somebody asked Batman only wanted
1: to build bridges yeah that's what he says and then he moves <laughs> a giant bridge with his muscles
0: No, somebody asked Bane oh what would happen if they took that thing off and would you die and he just goes it would be very painful But th- so I guess that means he doesn't need that <laughs> and I'm always so curious as to what it does and why he has it because I think he does get severed at the end of that movie and then he dies but he also dies because he got stabbed and <laughs> he gets like shot with a Bat Cycle or something. I haven't seen that movie in <laughs> so fucking long. This shit
1: sounds insane and I don't remember any it's of this. It's insane,
0: yeah. And then Talia al Ghul shows up, like, at the end. Like, it's this chick who's been normal the whole movie and she's like, I am the daughter of Ra's al Ghul. And Ra's al Ghul, whatever, whatever. Fuck you. I'm the of- Pit guy, <laughs> daughter of Liam Neeson. And then... <laughs> She like stabs Batman and Batman's just lying there bleeding out. And then Batman dies at the end of those movies.
1: Does he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you seen it?
1: I I I know Probably, I have. Like,
0: Ten years ago or whenever that came out. I, yeah,
1: ago. I know I've definitely seen it, but I just don't I don't remember well, that. Okay, happening. it's it's
0: vague if he, in my head he dies. But it's kinda like They pulled they pulled an Arkham it. Knight on us. <laughs> well, kinda because there's a moment earlier in that movie where Alfred's like, Yeah now sometime, sure, I liked her... When I'm at a restaurant or whatever, I like to picture you with a pretty supermodel just being happy and living your life or whatever. And then Batman's like, there's a bomb in the city. I gotta drive it in the harbor, but the autopilot's broken on the bat wave,
2: so I have to go down with
0: it. And then they're like, Batman, don't go, don't leave. And then Batman leaves, and then he explodes. But then he doesn't explode. Well then at the end, Alfred's like sitting at a cafe and he sees Bruce with Selena Kyle and, and he's like it's like the situation that he described earlier. And I take that as earlier he was like, Oh, I wish I could see you like that and then that's his vision of him seeing him like that. But some people are like, Well, then why would he doesn't know about him and Selena Kyle? So it's weird and I'm like, I think that's just kind of a mistake, like a continuity thing. And then they're like, no, you're wrong. And I'm like, I, I mean, I think it's kind of left up into interpretation. This is the guy who directed Inception. And then they're like, hey, Inception, do you think that the real totem is the top or do you think it's the wedding ring? And I say, well, I think intentionally it was the top, but I think that there's a second layer to it where it is the wedding ring. Because if you go back and you look at the scenes, the ones where he's in a dream, he has the wedding ring. But the ones where he doesn't, he doesn't have it. Or maybe he's just not wearing it and he's just mesmerized by his past self and his dreams. So that's why, because when he sees his wife in his dreams and she
1: tries to commit suicide, it's all things. This was a really long, weird, pointless These tangent. These are the conversations
0: <laughs> that people try to have.
1: This was a one- completely one-sided conversation. You had a conversation with yourself. <laughs>
0: oh, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> I have a split personality disorder. I forgot. <laughs> that's what it is. My bad.
1: Did you have uh, weird mind blocks on it? Yeah, I had a
0: second personality. That my, <laughs> my therapist tried to cer- use Cerebro or whatever to block. There's no Cerebro in this movie. Because it got blowed up in the last one.
1: Yeah, and then... <laughs> Professor X also gets blowed up in this movie.
0: He does, and I think it's well done. It's not as... Because he's died twice. He dies in,
1: like, all of them. <laughs> yeah. He dies or gets incapacitated somehow. Oh, he
0: always... Well, yeah, we have talked about how he always gets Professor X'd because he's too powerful, so he needs to be taken out of the picture. In this, he explodes. Um, But then he's okay, and... At the end credits, there's the first Marvel movie ever in the end credits scene, by the way. You see him, but he's got like a beard and it's like somebody else's body, but he has the nose of Patrick Stewart and Moira McTaggart's there. And Moira McTaggart was Rose Byrne, so she was like 30 in 1963. He exploded, so I guess he transferred his consciousness into this new body. But the next time that we see him is the end credit scene of the Wolverine and he's just back... And they never mention what happened in that movie or in days of future past. There's never any explanation. They never tell you what happened.
1: I don't he know just what shows you're...
0: up at an airport in Japan or whatever.
1: I don't know what you're expecting. From the X Men movies.
0: Something. No, no. You, you should have no totally expectations. Fine.
1: Totally fine. Also, Whatever. for some reason, that reminded me of something I liked from the beginning of the movie with the the flippy Marvel logo. That oh, it's all X Men. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was yeah. cool.
0: I think they usually do that, but it's, it's. I've never. It's not as noticeable, I think. Like this time, I was like, oh, yeah, you can yeah. really tell what all those things
1: are. But I feel like when they used to do it, it's kind of just like. It, it always looks the same because it's just kind of the MCU Marvel flippy thing. Yeah,
0: I always. I miss it. I really miss it. Me too. It. I, do I, to I like it the back. new.
1: I like the new one too. But yeah. I, I like yeah. the flippy. I I miss the flippy. I want the I flippy back. I miss the back. flippy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Marvel has been dusting people since two thousand six. That's. I just realized that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. He does explode into dust. Doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He a feel lot so of good. a
1: lot of people do. A lot of people don't True. feel so good. The entire United States military doesn't feel so good when they all get turned into dust at yeah. the end of the movie. Yeah, that's, yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> There's a lot of. This movie more than the other two, and I think it's just because this is, like, on a bigger scale, it's the big mutant war or whatever. There's a lot of useless mutants in this who are characters from the comics, or they're amalgamations of different characters from the comics, which is always so weird. And also,
1: all of, like, Magneto's weird, like, pawns or whatever... He oh, because the chest, the pawns go. Yeah. First. yeah, all of them have like the same five powers, just like copied and pasted. Yeah, here's the like teleportation see... guy. Yeah, here's here's the... The guy. Yeah, here's the flying guy. Here's the laser guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: they are all kind of like that. And it, it sucks. I mean, it's not it's not great, but you do get multiple men showing up and then being underused. Because I love him. I think he's he such shows up a in one character. scene and then he just
1: gives up. <laughs> yeah,
0: because I yeah, I'm a big fan of that character in 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 literature but not really on film, I think. A couple of years ago, they were talking about making a Jamie Madrix movie with James Franco or something, and then they didn't. That <laughs> would have been really could weird I property, could imagine but it, but that's weird. <laughs> I would have totally loved it. Oh, we didn't talk about like basic technical stuff, if anybody cares. So this was released, because this is usually how we start. It was released May 26th of 2006, so Memorial Day weekend, with a budget of $210 million, which at the time, this was the most expensive movie ever made and it made 460 million about so i think this was the biggest budget for an x-men movie and the great or for any movie and then the greatest success of any of these movies so that's why they kept going um, but this was supposed to be oh these are all the x-men team movies and then we'll just have x-men origin spin-offs and they're going to And gonna they go made great. one and it went it terrible really and they're bad. like oh no <laughs> we'll, we'll just do
1: control alt delete all yeah, of them yeah <laughs> pretty
0: much well then they're like oh, Wanted to do a magneto one, we'll put all that stuff in first class, whatever, it'll be great because we'll give it to a filmmaker. And then it was great. It was great. It was and then they went back to being bad. <laughs> first class is so fucking it's good. Such a good. It's movie. one of the yeah. It's probably one of my favorite superhero movies. That's there's so much to that movie.
1: The yeah, end is kinda dumb though. Which part? The the bullet to the spine thing, just like the hey those no shit. <laughs> just like the hand thing and it's <laughs>
0: it's better than what it is in the comics when what he is gets, it gets like comics? the devil shows up and oh, drops okay, yeah, some, some stones on yeah. him. Right there. <laughs> this is like, there was a Nightcrawler cameo planned, but Alan Cumming was like, I don't want to sit in that makeup chair for 100 hours to be in on screen for a minute. So in X-Men, the official game, which was the tie-in for this that I have right here and never played.
1: Which is weird because I feel like, why would you name it that it not was for last stand, right? Yeah. yeah, it feels like you would name it if that was the tie-in game for the first movie, exactly. not the third one.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think the first movie's the only one that didn't have one.
1: Literally, all they had to do was just add a three, just say X X Men three.
0: So when Brian, I, and the singer was on board, <laughs> he actually he had he had some ideas. He was gonna have the Hellfire Club be part of it, so you know, actual Dark Phoenix comic shit. Would have been good and he was going to have sigourney weaver ellen ripley herself as emma frost which that's fun and he wanted i think you're really going to appreciate this oh, franny God. he wanted to have gambit in the movie okay and do you know who he wanted to be gambit um it's keanu reeves though
1: are you fucking kidding me <laughs> no that
0: was the plan keanu reeves and sigourney weaver and x-men three
1: i really (laughs) want to see that version of the movie what's
0: the thing he says like you're breathtaking fuck now i remember god damn it yeah uh, the only other super interesting thing was that there was a juggernaut uh colossus fight scene so that would have actually given colossus something to do in this movie i think he just carries a big tv or at some point or maybe that's x2 i can't remember i just always think i remember always thinking that's such a ridiculous thing like Bobby's like, "Where's Rogue?" Oh yeah, it's in this Rogue. Movie. yeah, okay, yeah. It's so stupid. But How do we gone. show that <laughs> this guy's strong? Give him a give big TV. <laughs> give him a big square TV
1: and just have him walk it the down CRT the hall. CRT
0: television, yeah.
1: Also, that that subplot was so weird. <laughs> Kitty
0: Pride, Rogue.
1: Yeah,
2: Rogue?
0: yeah. It doesn't fit. It's and something I think a lot of people complain about. It it's just takes just, time to balance it. Yeah, and and also, th- where did not, that come from? It's not in <laughs> it that much. Like, that's totally an X-Men's character because there's tons of weird relationship stuff in the comics and whatever, and it's okay because it's kind of like a soap opera thing. And that's fine to have something like that in this movie, but this is, like, your big epic finale as far as you know. Like, I don't know why you would...
1: Yeah, Rogue gets rid of her powers anyway. <laughs> at yeah. the end of the movie. It's just, like, okay. Well, the-,
0: the cure <laughs> thing I get because that's kind of, like, the whole thing in all three movies she's been like, I wish I could, like touch people and stuff because it kind of sucks to be alienated from everyone but it's weird how in this she's just like i i got it for you bobby i did it for a boy i literally because she has that great conversation with logan because x-men 1 a lot of that movie is about logan and rogue and i feel like rogan (laughs) and i feel like people don't really think about that as being like a huge dynamic of that film that started this trilogy. It wasn't really
1: there in 2. No.
0: Which is why I'm really glad they have that scene where he's like, I'm not your dad, I'm your friend, but I'm telling you that if you want to do this, then do it. But if you're doing it for someone else, don't do it.
2: Well, if you want to go, then go. Just be sure it's what you want. Shouldn't you be telling me to stay? I'm not your father. I'm your friend. Just think about what I said, Ro.
0: That's a great moment. And then it's
1: ruined when she's like, I did it for you,
2: Bobby. Yeah,
0: it's literally, it's just, it's such a defilement of such a great scene because this movie doesn't like to let things breathe like the other two do. Like, I don't like Brian Singer, obviously, and I don't love that second X-Men movie. It's totally fine and and incompetent. People love that fucking movie so much, but those let, like, there's arcs in those that develop and there's a lot of like there's increments of something in the first movie that gets developed on more in the second one and then you'd think third act of those character things would be finished in this and a lot of them aren't scott as a leader there's been a Gone. whole <laughs> whole thing where he's like um oh, I'm packing up I'm leaving I'm going to Alkali Lake for some reason cuz that's where Jean died I guess and
1: she keeps talking to me in my brain
0: <laughs> sure i just i wish there was more time to marinate and stuff and there really isn't cuz the production's rushed, and a lot of the script is rushed, I think. I think at some point, the whole script leaked, and they were like, fuck, i to <laughs> rewrite this. It's like in Scream 2, and the script leaked, and they were like, uh, we'll make the killer this guy that hasn't been in the movie for an hour. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. It wasn't really fair to guess who it was in that movie. The whole appeal of those movies is guessing who it is. The character stuff isn't great, but the action sequences are. Like, there's some... Um, I love the bit when they go back to Gene's house, when Professor X dies, but... Like that moment when Juggernaut throws Logan through the ceiling and, and then he comes, he comes out through the other room. That's <laughs> great. It's obvious how they did it. Like the guy who falls is obviously isn't Hugh Jackman, but it's just it's such a good idea. I I really enjoy that. I like the final battle. It's ridiculous once they start like throwing cars and lighting them on fire. I'm like this isn't the best you guys could do. But It's pretty good. <laughs> it's comic booky and dumb and that's what I've been waiting for in all all these Also, movies.
1: I feel like they're at a severe disadvantage in that fight seeing as Magneto could completely stop two of the five. <laughs> Colossus sure. is literally a giant metal man. I mean to an extent so is Logan. So there's already like half of the team gone. So you I mean, have like the new recruits and Storm. <laughs> I mean
0: that's kind of the point, you know. It's like oh the underdogs or whatever. But like there's not a lot of moments where they're even working together. Like it's like Kitty Pride's off with Leech or whatever and everybody else is eh. yeah, like the you guys entire really time doing team
1: stuff. The whole time they're like we do this as a team. And then they do nothing as a team except for, like, stabbing Magneto with four needles. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That, apparently the cure doesn't work also. Yeah. We never elaborated elaboration on Despite the
1: fact that he got four times the dosage that anyone else has ever gotten. Yeah, I guess,
0: I guess, uh...
1: <laughs> Does it counteract itself? <laughs> I guess
0: that means Mystique is fine, then. Like, like yeah. he just got one Does shot it, of that. Is and... it
1: temporary? <laughs> Also if we want to
0: continue this there's something before the credits.
1: Weird thing about Mystique is part of her mutation is that her hair turns orange. Well, it's <laughs> like when because... when she when she turns into like a normal person again again her hair turns black. But like why? <laughs> that's
0: granny. That color is raven and that's her name. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, but that's why. Okay. <laughs> Little uh, little intense for her to say. Don't call me by my slave name. It's like yeah, that's, that's not m- subtle. That's weird. Also, I don't like the choice of them being like, "Where's your mutant mark?" And he's like, "I have a mark." And then like a minute later, he's doing a Hitler speech in the forest. Like, for, yeah, for a Holocaust survivor, mm-hmm. Magneto really likes to flaunt it. <laughs> like, he's not, you know, like I I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm just saying I it's think, weird that he's like. I contradicting think himself.
1: might. I think it might just be a coincidental thing. Because evil big villain guy has to have a big monologue, but I mean, sure, I think it just so happens that he was a Holocaust survivor. Okay, well, but I, also I a big bad villain. Still so, don't like,
0: like the. I feel like that's really cliche and kind of almost expletive for him to just be like, "Oh, here's my mark." A yeah, little. we know. We know. You don't have to. We've we addressed this. There's that very powerful scene that started the trilogy. We haven't forgotten, and then X Men First Class is more of that. And it's like we understand. Kevin Maybe this Bacon is
1: coin through the forehead. This is like a yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like I'm glad you remember that. This is like a because rem- it's so fucking it's, weird. It's very good and a crazy death. It's like a coin slot. So <laughs> weird. Yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> Get three cherries. Maybe that's like a little. A little sprinkle of "Hey, Magneto Origin" movie on the way. <laughs> so if you wanna, yeah, you might about that. Which I don't like. <laughs> don't don't do it like that.
1: Yeah, I I mean I think Magneto's still good in this
2: though. Oh Is no,
0: it? he's Cause... wonderful. He's great. Everybody's so good in this movie. Actually,
1: I don't think there's anybody that's.
0: So maybe Vinny Jones is the juggernaut. That's that's Well, a yeah. Yeah, obviously. Big fan of him but- as a <laughs> as a an actor and other things. Like I love Lockstock Two Smoking Barrels. It's great. Other guy Ritchie stuff. He's really good and I but mean he's yeah. supposed to he's a character actor who's supposed to play very specific roles.
1: You know, it's not going to be great when his first line is get me out of here. I have to take a piss.
0: Yeah, it's not great. Like, it's all not right. great. <laughs> Don't try to play hide and seek with me, princess or whatever he says. <laughs> Who's hiding dickhead, um, but he
1: doesn't like... Best writing in the entire movie. Alan Page, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about what... <laughs> should, we, should we talk about that after what you were going to say? Um,
0: let, Let's talk about Beast first. Okay. Because let's yeah, we about haven't another talked- happy thing. Yeah, we
1: haven't talked about him at all, but he's amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's so good, and he's been sorely missing from the other movies because Beast is a core X-Men character. This movie actually completes the roster of having the original six X-Men in this because originally it was... Oh, I don't want to do this because if I fuck up, it's going to look really bad. Beast, Gene, Angel, Iceman... And then Professor X? Is there another one? Cyclops. And then yeah, that's yeah. it. So six. So now we finally have all six of them in one movie because we didn't have Angel or Beast before. Both pretty good. Angel, he's, he's just a blonde guy with wings, but I enjoy that opening scene that we talked about, and I like the part when he jumps out of the skyscraper. I think that's just good imagery. And
1: and, and there's just the the random shot of like those kids just looking at him like... That's a big-ass bird. (laughs) Right? Yeah,
0: I thought that was so dumb that he flew over the park where Magneto was. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, because as that scene kept going, I was like, we're holding on this, and I know what the last scene of this movie is, because it hasn't been that long since I saw this again. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so weird. Beast, obviously, Kelsey Grammer, who, he was a huge fan of this character. Ironic if you watched Frasier, which was his big show, because there's an episode all about him trying to find an X Men comic for his kid, and I think he goes on a speech about how like comics ruin your brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, and I'm a big fan of Beast, and that naked picture of me leaked in like 2010." <laughs> so
1: mm, okay, not fun, not
0: fun. That wasn't his fault. Somebody just took that. like... Yeah. He was like but so he's just wonderful. He's so great as like a level-headed scientist, very smart mutant activist guy. He calls everyone son. <laughs> yeah, he does, and he's like he's super homely. Nano machine, and... son. <laughs> Spock. <laughs> the makeup rising. The he makeup works for the government. And the makeup really cool. is so good. That yeah, I
1: think that's probably but best one of, it's ever been. Yeah, for I sure. think it's probably the best effect in the movie. Yeah, and it there's just, tons
0: of good effects.
1: It, I. Th- Think it just looks really natural, if that makes sense. No, that
0: totally does. It's, I mean, because it's all prosthetic, obviously, and it looks at it the whole time. There's never a second where I'm like, "That's that, a wig. That's Kelsey Grammer under there." Yeah. It's like, no, that's Beast. The there he is. Nice to nice that they were able to get Hank McCoy for this movie. That's how I felt, <laughs> and that's how you should feel. You shouldn't be like, I'm watching. What's well, like a bad example? I'm watching Jared Leto act as act as hard out in a fucking awful film. I'm
1: watching Jared Leto with. Sharpie on his forehead painted white, <laughs> damaged. Less <laughs> soundtrack. I really want him to be in, in Birds of Prey for no reason. Me too. Like, just like they don't even announce it, but he like. I would love that. Like, in none of the trailers he's in it, but he's one of the main characters. Like, he's just in oh, the no. entire
0: you know movie. What, you know what I want is because there's that part where it looks like she kills the Joker. And if they got. Because, you know, like. She's like, oh, I broke up with Mr. J. I broke up with Mr. J. And then she, like. <laughs> drives that car into the Ace Chemicals plant, and then it blows up, which I, I, I enjoyed that moment in that bad trailer. But um, I'm hoping that Jared Leto's in it so he gets to blow up in a chemical plant, because that would be hilarious. That movie, If that movie started with the death of Jared Leto, I would at least give it more of a chance. He, I mean, we'll he, it wanted to be good, obviously, but...
1: would yeah. not do it. <laughs> no, no, because he was pissed about yeah, watching yeah. doing it. I so, want to be Joker.
0: When Walker <laughs> Phoenix wins that Oscar in February, he's going to be really mad. I
1: mean, didn't he already win an award for it? I don't remember what award show. Just, Golden just, Globes. Yeah, and he won the drama like BAFTAs one. And
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Well, that's a fucking amazing it's performance. A, and I, it's so good. I, I really enjoy that movie. I know people have kind of turned on it or whatever. Or I Why? Think every. Well, I don't know if they've turned on it, but th- there's very mixed opinions about that film. I think it's great. I think it's great. I think that's a beautiful movie. I really want to see that again. Um, we had a project in video recently where we have to recreate like a three-cam, two-shot camera thing. So, I don't know what any of uh, that means. Like, a conversational scene, <laughs> <Okay>. basically. <laughs> and... Uh, I didn't do this, but a friend of mine—they did the Murray talk show scene. <laughs> so you get what you fucking it's, deserve. Yeah, it's the yeah, best so, scene. So great, so great. I still haven't seen how it's come together I yet. I keep but seeing memes great.
1: of that scene, and they're so good. Oh my god, fucking the like, duck hunt. Well, <laughs>
0: af- after that movie came out, like that was crazy. Like, because yeah. I think I feel like. Whenever I watch movies now, I'm like, you guys know it's gonna be meme material. I, oh I, yeah, they do it like, on purpose. You
1: can you can watch like any new movie and you know exactly what meme material is. Like yeah. you see it, and it's not even something funny, but you're just like, oh god, I can't wait to see this all you, over the internet in like a, a week. Yeah,
0: exactly. You don't put America's ass in your movie and be like, that's not gonna get picked yeah. up by every fucking article. America's, ass. well, it's my favorite uh, example recently has been in Knives Out, which is the new ryan johnson film um fucking best movie or my favorite movie of the year last year but uh chris evans is in it playing against type which i think he's just so glad to have finally gotten out of being like such a goody two shoes all the time because he's done it for 10 years and a lot of his earlier roles he was kind of an asshole which i enjoy and fantastic (laughs) yeah exactly exactly that's like Kind of what I think he likes playing more, probably because he's wonderful as Captain America. Everyone knows that.
1: But and then his biggest, his biggest regret, not another team movie. I love
0: that movie. I love it's that so movie. Good. I stand by that for a But uh...
1: no, it's a fun movie. <laughs> going, it's not great. The but... proms, the thing I want the most. <laughs>
0: I just jerked off in your French toast. Um... That's a great movie. Uh, it's such a bad movie. It, doesn't he have a sister who wants to fuck him or something? I, probably. I need to see that again. I haven't yeah, seen that in a little while. I know. I haven't
1: seen it in forever. I just know it's a fun movie. Though. It's the
0: only one of those, other than maybe the first scary movie that I enjoy. I
1: think I own it on DVD.
0: Yeah, it's on streaming. <laughs> it's, it's like on Amazon Prime, and I see it all the time. Because like, we were just on school break, and so I was like, my sleep schedule was literally wake up at 3 p.m. and then stay up until, like, 7 a.m. and just watch movies all day. And so I kept watching, like... Like, once it got to, like, 5 a.m., I was like, I should just watch a stupid comedy, and I kept passing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I kept being like, oh, I should, but I want something new, and I should watch that again soon. Because <laughs> maybe it's bad, but I still... Uh, oh, no, there's it's definitely good, bad, but there's it's very funny. There's a lot of good funny. stuff in there, I think. Um, but anyway, in that movie... Chris Evans wears a sweater and this is just like a normal sweater but he looks so cute in it and like they have really leaned into it in the marketing which maybe the gayest thing I've said, <laughs> rivaling for the gayest thing really I've ever said on the show oh
1: my god Chris Evans um, looks so cute in that sweater he does, though. oh my god it's like
0: this Irish like, I tried to buy the fucking sweater like that's how All my right, this
1: podcast is over I'm done marketing with marketing has
0: ne- <laughs> marketing has never worked for me so well and if, okay actually the other day I was watching Tremors <laughs> and there's just a scene Tremors Where like like in the background there's just an orange crush like is not even paid any attention to but like Kevin Bacon's talking I'm staring at this I'm like I really want one like right now and I I paused the movie (laughs) I went out to this fucking store in the middle of the night and was like one crush please and I got one I came home and then I was like this is great I don't (laughs) even like orange soda I just wanted one so bad anyway the sweater became like the talk of the internet a couple weeks ago when that movie came out and then uh i saw like a facebook ad or whatever because i'm an old man and it was like a knives out commercial was like the movies everyone everyone's talking about and that crossed out movie was like the sweater everyone's talking about it's just all tweets about the sweater i was like this is what the internet should be about it should be about chris evans sweater marketing this fucking movie i mean that's hilarious what
1: else is there in life <laughs> and he looks so cute is the other thing
0: i want to stress oh man you haven't seen him you haven't seen him in the sweater for me i, to have, I you. have not <laughs> it's gonna be so underwhelming it's it only, definitely it's is only good in the moment it's just a white sweater like, yeah you're
1: really hyping up uh chris evans in a sweater <laughs> I really
0: wanted that sweater but it's like 120 bucks so is like of course it is chris evans don't buy cheap clothes it's chris evans in a sweater chris evans in a sweater But he's got like dyed black hair. It's like okay, that's That's a great movie. (laughs) Everyone should go see that movie and Cats. Um.
1: Anyway, this literally has nothing to do with X Men: The Last Stand.
0: I don't love how they gave like their attempt at making the costumes more comic accurate is adding some colored lining to some of them.
1: Yeah, and it looks better than the past weird like varsity jacket thing. Yeah, that that's like his like weird sleeveless varsity jacket.
0: This is. Probably the best rendition of the costumes, but that's not saying. Yeah, that's not
1: saying much when they you just wore all black. I think (laughs) we've
0: kind of been defenders of these costumes. like we're like we get it. It's kind of like that's the era. They don't
1: okay. I don't think they look bad. It's more fun if they're comic accurate. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) I want to see Hugh Jackman in in yellow and blue.
0: (laughs) No, I mean I want him in full yellow, blue, or or orange, orange, brown one. That's my favorite Wolverine costume, but just. I do want that. Maybe it would look ridiculous. I think pre-MCU, that would have been pretty frowned upon, but I still want yellow spandex so bad.
1: And then we kind of got it in first class because that movie's great. It's
0: great. <laughs> and knows what it's doing, and it can pull off yellow spandex. These movies didn't even attempt to, but they're like, what if we make some of Kitty Pride's costume a little pink? And we were like, I guess.
1: It's like, mm. <sighs>
0: Also, the danger room scene—I love that. Yeah. That's such a good thing. Where like it starts and it's days of future past, and even because all these original X Men movies, for some reason, keep up with the not too distant future thing, which is stupid, but it kind of works in that because it's like, what, what are we? What are we doing? here? Like, if you went yeah. to this blind, it'd be like, oh, this is what's happening. I was very confused. And I remember being so excited when I first saw this. Like I was probably like honestly, seven <laughs> or eight, and I was like, oh my god, is that a sentinel? And he cuts it off, and it's the fucking most comic accurate sentinel thing I've and- ever seen. And then it's like, danger
1: <laughs> And then Wolverine walks out from behind the hel- the, yes, the head, despite the fact he that He wasn't on the head. Yeah, there's no way he could have done that. Yeah, that but-
0: sucks. That's so stupid. <laughs> I-,
1: I was honestly convinced that I was watching the wrong X-Men movie yeah, at it's first. Days of future past, yeah, Future I, I was like, this is Days of Future Past. Yeah. <laughs> Where is the Phoenix? And then it was Danger Room, and I was like, well, it, so they got cool, you." Though. Even, like, yeah, a little 14 bit. years after, yeah. they
0: got you. That's great. That's fun. Because, <laughs> I that mean, it, th- that's how the movie starts. Yeah, it's it like, is.
1: It's the, the de-aged, weird Jean Grey scene. Mm, that's Angel, and, that's and like, then it's like, oh...
0: So those are setting stuff up for future past, yeah. I guess. And though. it's that. Nope. But I we get the fastball special, which is a like favorite move of so many comic fans, which is basically just Colossus picks up Wolverine, oh, yeah. and throws him. That's a famous thing. That's just what that. you do
1: when he's like four foot ten or something. Exactly.
0: But it's still it's kinda of funny because it's like a small Colossus. like Colossus isn't very big. Yeah, he's he's about as tall as Wolverine. So yeah, he's like work. this
1: whenever he turns metal in this, isn't it just the guy? It just yeah, in metal, just like the guy, he doesn't get bigger. Yeah.
0: No. We're, we're, we're getting about 10 years ahead of ourselves, but fuck, does he look good in the Deadpool movies? Oh my god, he looks so good. <laughs> That's maybe my favorite, like, one of my favorite on screen comic characters, probably, because yes. it's just so fucking good and beautiful. It's and like, like the right size. It's and voice. one of the
1: times where a fully CG character actually looks really good.
0: He's not even Russian, fucking New, Johnny New York, whatever. Like,
1: fuck you, Last Dan. yeah
0: fuck you a movie i kind of (laughs) like i i I fuck you a movie that i
1: actually enjoy (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i have a really fun time with this movie like i will totally watch this i've probably seen it more than at least the second one for sure i've probably seen this about as many times as x-men one but it's it's just so fun like it's one of the most fun x-men movies to watch for sure
1: i really enjoy it
0: and it gets a lot right. It's dumb. It's so schlocky. It's like, dumb,
1: the... but it's it's a lot of fun, so it's fine. Yeah. It's like well, dumb it's, in it's a fun way. It's not on the
0: level that the other two are as far as storytelling or it, anything. Yeah, it's not
1: trying to take itself as seriously as the other two.
0: I like the... I, it, Which is probably why a lot of people don't like it, because it, they feel like it doesn't fit. I think, it I, think
1: I, it... I feel like at this point they realized what they're working with.
0: Yeah, and like... it's just... <laughs> I don't think that the people behind the scenes were as smart. I mean, like, if you look I mean, at who yeah, but... was in charge of this movie, <laughs> it's like, they don't have as strong a track record as as uh, that other p- does, so
1: whatever. Speaking of p- uh, um, If you can speak. Yeah. Uh, the The Ellen Page thing that we were going to talk about and then never did.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know if... I mean, Brett Ratner just as a guy, and I don't want to get sued allegedly, because that's what you have to say on a podcast, allegedly but he did it, uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly he did he it. He did
1: it allegedly, possibly, maybe, definitely. Probably allegedly Um
0: <laughs> did it. Not, he didn't touch anybody or anything, unlike he did on a lot of other movies, like Rush Hour 3, I think maybe Olivia Munn's in that. And she came out about him, and a ton of other people did, which sucks. What he did on this movie is Ellen Page, who is a gay woman, He outed her on set, like, I don't think she'd come out at this point, because this is, like, 2006 Ellen Page, she's been working for, like, a year, like, this is pre-Juno and everything, and so he, he, like, I don't know even how he found out, but he outed her to the, the... Cast without her permission, and then he was being blatantly homophobic to her constantly on set. And Anna Pack, when he plays Rogue, she talked about this a lot too. She was like, Yeah, I can testify to all of this. All of this happened allegedly. Um, all of it happened allegedly. Um, but it, allegedly. Happened. Yeah, it happened. Allegedly. Yeah, it happened. Allegedly. But honestly, that's just terrible and, and yeah, really that's... awful. And I mean, I, I think he's like, just a bad dude and you kind of see it in a lot of his movies like there's like some weird weird racism in this with the there's like that scene um on the golden gate bridge which is an amazing sequence but then you cut to obligatory asian tourists yeah it's like that's that's, that, that that's not great you know no that's fun uh but it should be addressed because all this awful stuff we're in an era where this stuff comes out and we should talk about it so we don't repeat our mistakes but not fun. None of that is great. I don't know why these movies have had such an unfortunate track record of casting uh, people to be in charge, and then those people turn out to not be great.
1: In any of the other ones, are they also terrible people, or is it like... I think
0: everybody going forward is, is, is fine, other than these two. I mean, Matthew Vaughn, he's nothing about him, or... um. James Mangold, uh, James Mangold, who did The Wolverine, Logan. Everyone else, as far as I know, totally fine. We'll probably have to talk about this again with T.J. Miller on in Deadpool. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was...
1: Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> anyway, back to fun stuff.
0: It just sucks. Don't be a homophobic asshole.
1: Moral of the story, don't be a dickhead. <laughs> no, and if you're in a like position... Like the <laughs> If you're in a
0: position of power, yeah... <laughs> Hiding, dickhead. Yeah, it is weird how they just nerfed Mystique, though.
1: I don't know how I felt about that. I mean, it was whatever, I guess. It's whatever. I I mean, Magneto Magneto got his his other red headed side chick like five minutes after, so it's fine.
0: Yeah, that's very true, actually. This is the last time, almost the last time, that Rebecca Romain would ever play that character anyway, because she has that brief cameo in First Class, but she's never like in the blue makeup again. So that that's that's kind of sad, so we have so much listener stuff this week. I don't even know if we can read all of it out. uh I think some people might might have started listening to this over the break, or
1: <laughs> possibly maybe
0: I just reached out to a better source to get more people
1: <laughs> either um, way. Thank you to everybody that sent stuff about the movie, yeah, of
0: course, <laughs> oh, uh first, let me show you this this funny thing that that Colin Spenrath sent in.
1: I just saw this right now, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that <laughs> that a... was me that was me when i saw the fucking the, the danger room thing come up on the bottom
0: it's hilarious drew Lama says it's a mess but i think there's enough fun stuff in there that it has way more rewatch value than days of future past for me which is widely considered much better i really love days of future past i think that's a great movie and i stand by it but that's fair that's I... another one people turned on
1: you <laughs> still don't know what to expect from that movie because obviously i've never seen it i don't know what the fuck that title means uh, uh, I just know there's a lot of time travel and there's like isn't there like th- these versions and then there's the the, out, the younger versions you're, you're gonna find and, like, out it'll make sense when you get what there. the fuck is that movie <laughs> you're, you're-
0: you're smart enough about this kind of thing, where it won't confuse you. <laughs> it's only confusing if it's like the first X Men movie you saw. I don't think it's that confusing. I don't know,
1: man. With <laughs> with the name being Days of Future Past, I don't know what to it's expect. Just,
0: it's like Back to the Future. It's like when you got to think about it to make it work out. Like I don't know, because I know that they say that in Twin Peaks
2: too. Through the darkness of future past, the magician longs to see.
0: Aaron Jones, I like this, I read this earlier. Aaron Jones says, It's bad, but not as bad as people make it out to be, I think. It deserves a hug in between the slaps on it every now and then. <laughs> Which I, I, I think that's Yeah,
1: Yeah, personally, I don't think it's bad. But no, I, can, I like it. I can see I, why people think it's not great. It's one but, of those
0: things where I'm like, if you don't like this movie, I absolutely cannot argue that with you.
1: Yeah, it's not it's, great. it's definitely understandable why somebody wouldn't like this movie. But personally, I really like it, so fuck you. It's, it's <laughs>
2: tons of fun. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It's tons of fun. And then somebody who doesn't agree with us is Dalton Ham, who says, It sucks and is full of wasted potential and botched character arcs, but it's still enjoyable, unlike the last few X-Men films. Or the last few Fox X-Men films.
1: That is not wrong. No, it's not wrong. I mean, we've been over that. Like, Sure. Yeah.
0: Dan Wright says something, which is just Dark Phoenix made it look good. (laughs) Yeah, I think maybe in hindsight we're also like.
1: Dark Phoenix made this movie look like a masterpiece. It really (laughs) did, yeah,
0: because that's just such a nothing (laughs) movie. I know people defend that as just like, it's not awful. It's, I, it's not even just that like there's huge logic gaps or anything. It's just like it's so dull and not. Yeah, a I know movie. we
1: like rip into it all the time, but I kind of want to see it again to see if it's actually as bad as the first time I saw it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think just seeing it around the time it came out, like immediately, it's It was just not good. <laughs> yeah. Alistair Cresswell said, "Play reminder that <clears throat> he's the juggernaut, bitch." <laughs> ben Marriott said Despite everything bad about the film, Kelsey Grammer is perfectly cast as Beast, and it's it's the best the Beast makeup has ever looked. Absolutely, Absolutely. that has a ton of likes <laughs> <laughs> for being right. Wolverine's pants are stronger than his skin, and it bugs me.
1: Yeah, that's just <laughs> weird, but also it Wait, makes okay. sense. What does that mean? At the very end of oh, the movie, is, w- when he's when his, his skin is coming off, there. his shirt okay, gets burned sure. away, but his pants don't.
0: I think that happens in the X Men Origins game too.
1: Like, okay, I I get it.
0: I really like that though. But, the, the,
1: the mo- not the pants thing that's stupid. That yeah, happens a lot. It's like that the incredible scene horror. I like the pants thing. That's stupid. Yeah. But also kind of weird to have a uh, completely naked Wolverine just st- stab Jean. It's okay. So with I me. mean, well, yeah, oh, a lot oh, of weird wait, shit's wait, okay wait, with wait, you. We get but... uh,
0: naked Wolverine and the Wolverine. Yes, we do. And we get Naked Wolverine in Days of Future Past. We get two back-to-back movies with Naked Poof. Wolverine. I don't know if I said... That was Tyler Martin Smith who sent that in. That's a good point. I, I really do like, though, when she's tearing away at him and you like, see the metal under the yeah. bones and stuff. That's really cool. And I think that like scared me when I was seven. I was like, oh! <laughs> His oh. skin is going away. Because that's what I mean when it's like these movies have more of an edge, I think. Yeah. It's, that's not going to happen to fucking... Anybody. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Cause, I mean, because none of them a have a healing yeah, factor. Yeah, exactly. But... But I'm, I'm interested to see if any horrible things will happen to Wolverine in the MCU. Probably Who not. <laughs> Maybe he'll get a hand cut off because those movies love doing that. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone in the entire final Star Wars trilogy got a limb cut off, which is like a signature of those movies. That's weird, right? I don't think yeah. <laughs> that's weird. I don't think I'm... it ever happened.
1: I think the funniest rule about the MCU Disney mm-hmm. movies or whatever no decapitations, and then in the movie, right after they made that deal decapitation Thanos very beginning of the movie off.
0: Thanos gets his head cut he off for the head oh my god <laughs> the second time I saw that movie um cause the first time I saw it with you for this and the second time I saw it with Ryan and knowing that that was coming like cause the first time I was just glued to the screen yeah. I was like so shocked and whatever second time knowing it was like a week later I was just looking for like the little kids in the room I was like what are they gonna think when this guy gets his
1: fucking head you just hear somebody scream <laughs> yeah
0: I-, I think they're like, cause there's a lot of kids cause it's like a pretty early showing yeah. for some reason yeah like, I think we had to shoot something for video afterwards and yeah it was just like like I, I loved watching those reactions because <laughs> it's just like this this five-year-old who's probably traumatized when they saw Infinity War and yeah. like their parents were yeah. like oh it's gonna be okay <laughs> it's gonna be okay don't worry <laughs> the Avengers will return and they just Thor decapitates him and then things look unfixable and I'm like this is great The
1: sound effects on that on that decapitation are so good though <laughs>
0: I haven't watched that movie since the theater because I would have such a visceral reaction to seeing once. it again. <laughs> I couldn't because my family was watching it like a couple months ago. I was just like, I can't do this because <laughs> I, I know exactly how I would react to seeing that again. Like, it's I don't, even watch, like, the scenes on YouTube. Like, if there's a video where they talk about a certain thing, I'll watch that. <laughs> but I'm never sitting down to watch, like, the final battle again. Because, like, it, it's a thing where it's like, if I'm going to watch this, I need it to be impactful. So I need I've to do it. it. <laughs> certain- yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I think everybody has. I mean, I've seen I've seen all the memes. <laughs> the thing, but I'm like, like, that's just such a huge movie. It's like, yeah. I need to really... Get into gear for this. So I don't know. That shit was an um, event. That was weird. It really was. It really was. And I it was like don't a worldwide if, event. I don't know if anything will be like that ever. Again. Definitely
1: not. Like, even Star
0: Wars didn't feel like
1: one. Yeah, that was a weird time to be alive. It was great, though. Yeah. How lucky. Just like the entire like year of hype, <laughs> just like waiting for it to come out. Because
0: that was just such an incredible ending to Infinity War. It's like well what the fuck is like i was tailor made to have fan theories about it and then pretty much everybody was wrong like like we got some things yeah. right but shit like they really like i feel like all the things we got
1: right that. it was like vaguely right it's like
0: time travel probably um uh, like <laughs> yeah. some things is like we you on the right so track incredible. but that was about it adam stonebridge has given us a lot of things he says bottom of the pile for him just above origins unpopular opinion within this group but i much prefer dark phoenix to this uh oh, uh oh, Adam. What are you about to say? All
1: right, we got to bring you on the podcast. We got to have a debate. The
2: <laughs> dark, Phoenix.
0: The, the, yeah. Watch out.
1: Watch <laughs> out, Stonebridge. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna build some bridges to your fucking house. Charles always like building bridges. Adam always like to burn the bridges, <laughs> which is what he's doing right now. No, that's okay. I like what you like. Dark Phoenix persona being used by Magneto. She was like a mindless drone. Cyclops killed off. Xavier killed off. I think this is just a list of things that happened in the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, mixing The Cure and The Dark Phoenix thing, Vinny Jones and then a separate point for Vinnie Jones' muscle suit which I appreciate that <laughs> that's, that's funny, you're back in my book Adam you know what, that's okay it um, has a few good set pieces and characters but all of these movies do yeah. yeah. Alright, whatever. I mean, I think that's that's probably uh, maybe not a general consensus about the Dark Phoenix thing, but those are a lot of points that people complain yeah, about. It's I not mean, the
1: craziest thing in the world. The Dark Phoenix thing, like what you like, that's fine. Sure. Everything else Understandable. I mean, yeah, this is going long and, and there's so much here. Um, I mean, it's better than the 45 minute <laughs> recordings it, that it get cut down to edit. 20 minutes. It <laughs> won't be for me <laughs> in the end.
0: Quite the letdown after the sex pests, alleged. Two movies. He knows. <laughs> Josh Dean knows. Uh, <laughs> wasted my favorite mutant, Madrox. I love this guy. This guy knows what he's doing. And jammed at least two full movies into one. Also, Cyclops went out like a chump. It felt like a 13 year old's idea of a good X Men movie. Perfect. Maybe we should talk about what Paul sent me. I have no <laughs> idea. Paul infamously has very hot takes about things. We're gonna find out.
1: This is the worst movie <laughs> by far.
0: Oh, we talk about how you have a rat face. Not literally. <laughs> I I sent him a. I think I sent him a picture of your face for reference, and then he was like, "Oh, he doesn't look like what I look like, but like in a good way." And I was like, "Yeah, he has, He looks like a rat boy." <laughs> so I mean, we just, now we just call you a rat. You're, you're not wrong.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Okay, is it like real hot takes?
0: No, it's not hot takes. I just don't know. Um, I don't know if I can read what you some say? of this stuff. Is a little uh, too hot for too hot for pod. Um, okay, the first thing, the first five words he said are "weird bald not cancer kid." <laughs> so, God damn it, Paul! I love God you. Goddammit, it, Paul! You're too funny. Cyclops gets almost more Professor X than. He- than has been seen in any movie but not for long because then Professor X gets Professor X'd because that's his thing classic X-Men not slow motion but slower than a real life jump jumps (laughs) (laughs) because that's what he talked about in the first movie how he thought you could jump in slow-mo. Mystique gets Professor X'd everyone gets Professor X'd, Angel mutilates himself, they introduce Kitty Pride in a mostly minor role and when she comes back in Days of Future Past she had weird time travel powers instead of walking through walls powers. Fair. What? Yeah, she could she can send people back in time in that one for no reason. And she doesn't walk through any walls.
1: Has that ever been one of her powers ever? Yeah, no, okay, no, I didn't think so. That's so bullshit. I what? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's, How do those two have anything to do with each other? That's a conceit
0: in that movie that you have to really get over because it. it's just like hard left turn into fucking. I still love that movie, but like, it's a How? weird, weird. How? Bad choice. <laughs> it's a weird badge. That's such a weird. Oh, you know what? Storm had a much meteor role in this movie, which is nice to see. Like, she, she was one got... of the two main characters. It was, it was used. like Logan and her. <laughs> yeah. No one's working nine to five today.
2: Working nine to five! You know,
0: she actually got used, which was very nice to see. Yeah, she, she was she, actually a character. <laughs> she got, and her hair looks better like this.
2: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: yeah, when she gets to actually do stuff, which is this is pretty much the last time, she does a little bit in Days Future Past, but not really. <laughs> this is the um, first and last time. Pretty much. But she's good in this. I like that scene that she has with Charles where they're like, you know, maybe you could take over the school at some point because you never get that sense from the other two movies, but there's time in between. But that's pretty much it. I mean, I like this movie. I know it's dumb, it's dumb schlock, but I like dumb schlock as has been established. It's in a good way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it feels like a '90s X-Men comic. It feels like the cartoon in some places. There's some dumb side plots. Uh, I really like the Pyro Iceman fight. I like to finally yeah. see him go like full out Iceman because he's for a while he was like my favorite x men I don't know why. I just really like him, and so it was nice to actually see that. And that's we see him again. Very briefly in uh, Days of Future Past before he's decapitated. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> great.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, the X Men movies I've noticed love doing a thing where, right when you have the characters exactly how you want to have them, they get murdered or the timeline changes or they change <laughs> costumes. <laughs> t- Timelines
1: like change every movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: But the next time we'll see Wolverine and the next time we'll see this franchise is, of course, X Men Origins Wolverine. That's a while away. We'll be in the MCU before we get to that point. But when was
1: was that two thousand nine? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so. We're definitely in the MCU by then.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm just looking there. like yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> right there. We're getting real close. Yeah. We're like we, three movies
1: away. So we After have this. Ghost Rider next week. Spider-Man 3. And Spider-Man 3. And Silver know.
0: Surfer. And then Iron Man. Yes. So close. We're getting there. We're really, really close. I can't fucking wait. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about all those. And to see them like chronologically, but also coming out alongside Spirit of Vengeance and Punisher Warzone. <laughs> I
1: was seeing... I caught part of the first Iron Man mm. on TV the other day, and it's really good. <laughs> it's so good.
0: It's... Iron Man 1 is good in a way that... like. I'm not saying that it's better than a lot of like newer MCU movies, but it's a different level, I feel like. Like, that feels it's more good in a like different a... way. Exactly. It, it just, just feels different. Side. Yeah. It's like a different kind of film. <laughs> it's different. It... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh... Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. I don't want to say it feels more like a serious movie, but mm, it's, it's not like a crowd pleasing laugh a minute. Yeah, it, since
2: it's, like, the
1: beginning of the MCU, it's not trying to connect to anything. It's just mm. kind of its own movie, so... Yeah, the I,
0: only really hint is that famous on credit scene. Yeah. I wonder if... It's a lot of the time, because I, I haven't had cable like since, like, 2013, I mean, we probably. Just,
1: we just got rid of mine, so... Right. <laughs>
0: well... I think a lot of the time they edit down the credits uh, or like they don't show the credits after the movie ends. So I'm wondering if they keep the credits for that. They
1: they speed up the credits oh, okay. and they, they yeah. pretty much never show end credit scenes. So Really? No. Weird. Because I mean they, they have to get on to whatever's next. So like,
0: Exactly. Well, because it's such tight like tight time constraints. Yeah. So if your thing's over two hours and it's like some of that's going to get shaved off or whatever. Yeah. Because you have to fit in <laughs>
1: commercials and get through the entire movie. Exactly, And yeah. then, yeah. So yeah, they, they never show any end-credit scenes.
0: Because I didn't know if, like, because everybody knows about end-credit scenes now. And it's interesting that this is the first movie to to have that, first Marvel movie to have that anyway. Because end-credit scenes have been around since, like, Ferris Bueller or whatever. Yeah. But, Fun fact. <laughs> so you know what I hate? If you ever go see a movie uh, in a theater with somebody and it's like, they're not a nerd, but it's a movie where you know there's an end credit scene. They get increasingly annoyed while you wait for the end credits. Oh come up yeah, end. I, I know, yeah,
1: I know. Yeah, I know exactly what that's like. Yeah, like you can you can tell that like they want to leave. Exactly. It's like, no, we like, gotta oh, stay. The movie's over, right? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> I want
0: to see Mr. Mind. I remember when I like last year when I went to see Shazam with my girlfriend, who's not a big into nerd stuff. She was like, oh, we can leave, right? I am like, "No, I think, I think there's something after the credits. <laughs> there of, wasn't. Of this movie. No, there was, but it was so stupid. Yeah. And I was like, why did I, I, I? Now I feel bad about it. <laughs> because it was just like a dumb Aquaman joke. Do you remember that? <laughs> have you seen Shazam? No, you haven't. No, I have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Did you I didn't see the I didn't end credits credit scene?
1: scene. Okay, but
2: it's just, I, it's I just like...
0: Shazam. Of course it's not real. I can't talk to fish. Even if I could, I mean, honestly, what could we do with that that's cool? I don't know, maybe uh, command a, uh, an army of billions in the ocean.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and she was just like
0: that was not worth it. Like
1: fuck. Yeah, it wasn't. I so yeah, I remember I did that. I was with a group of people and we were all we all went to Spider Verse. Oh no. And the credits came and I was like, no, we gotta we gotta wait. There's something at the end. I know there's something at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that end scene isn't even gonna make
1: sense to people if no. they don't know that very specific. Yeah, it's so meme and Show in
0: 2099 and like there's a lot. Yeah, it's of intricate literally things.
1: it wouldn't. It would only make sense because of the meme, because I think everyone knows, like, yeah, knows what course. the meme is. Yeah. But I feel like Spider-Man twenty ninety nine is such an obscure character. Exactly, like when nobody that knows starts, who that, that
0: is. Starts and it's so confusing. Like it's like, oh, what's that? Like if you didn't know, yeah, no and that's a movie for like eight year olds. Like I fucking adore that movie, but it's like imagine being like a like a little kid who's never seen any of this shit. Yeah, you're like, it- wh- what?
1: There was a group of like five of us and.
0: Why'd they go back to 1967? What?
1: Fuck okay, I I don't know, but it was a great end credit. To scene. point at each other. Oh my
0: god, yeah, I, I was
2: laughing. The oh, whole you're time pointing at me. First. Yeah, that's <laughs> so good. You great. pointed first. <laughs> you stop. You stop first. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that's it. That's it. It feels so good to be back. Been waiting a long time. Yeah, it's um, been like three
1: weeks. Yeah. Recorded yeah. anything?
0: Is exactly. that even longer till this is out? We'll have a new schedule. It might just be sporadic. I think probably I'll just release it when it's done. Hopefully that it's won't. It's out when it's out. <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of. Because I think because all my job applications are in. So like I'm oh, looking God. to start working. I'm doing driving <laughs> stuff. It's like yeah, you have life no, is no hectic. Time. So I hope that you, if these do start getting released like more apart from each other and it's more distant,
1: please keep listening. I really don't want to burn yeah, out right now. That's, uh, that's how we keep an audience. It Just start being super inconsistent when people start listening. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I'm making a terrible <laughs>
0: mistake. But you guys are great and i don't want you to forget you're great and i i want to put out all this content for you guys but life gave is gets doing in the his best stuff. <laughs> in the summer it'll be week after week and and probably multiple shows going at yeah. once or whatever which we'll talk about that at, at, some, at some, point. some point but yeah yeah so if these start getting more inconsistent Hopefully, the quality is at the same level that you guys, for some reason, tolerate from us. Um, Not
1: very high, but at least you you enjoy it. There's some yucks along the way, I hope. Um, Some some what? Shut up. Some Uh, yucks? Don't worry about it. Um, Okay. Some yucks? Or maybe
0: this will be out tomorrow, because I I have nothing to do, and I'll just edit the whole thing. (laughs) Probably not. Um, but if this has art, uh, thank you so much, Paul, for the art. It's wonderful. Paul Everybody is Everybody check out his Instagram and all of his stuff. He does amazing work. So great that he did that for us. All of you um, listening
1: are amazing, but Paul is... Paul's better. Yes, Paul is amazing. above all
0: of you. Uh, no, I, we love you all. It's so glad to have you back. Unless, Paul is better. Unless this gets <laughs> unless this gets two downloads, Paul's great. Um, yeah, <laughs> can't wait for that fan four stick episode with Paul. Hopefully <laughs> featuring Paul. Paul, if you ever want to come on the show, just tell us. we'll tape we'll, yeah. we'll we you in. Yeah, You've we have done no problem. Dale. Yeah. Um, I was just talking to Ed this morning, actually.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you uh, <laughs> still like talk to him often? was is a random not, it's thing. It's not constant, but uh, well, yeah, obviously. But... I, I,
0: yeah, I caught him today. He was online. I was like, I'll say hi. So, yeah, no, he's great. <laughs>
1: that was such a fun. Yeah, a that was such a fun thing random that thing that we got to do. Yeah, I'd love so to cool. do that again.
0: Something, just anything. Yeah, I don't know. everything's too big now because these movies are huge. It's not like if we we're doing a horror podcast where we could probably get Barbara Hugh Craig's Jackman
1: movie. on the yeah. podcast next week. Oh, We're like
0: <laughs> huge, huge jacked man.
1: That would be fucking amazing, though. I would
0: cry. I would be Like. I, I, I can't. Oh, yeah, I couldn't do
1: it. I couldn't do it. Robert Downey Jr. on the podcast. Oh, well,
0: he's not doing anything. you seen the trailer for Doolittle? I did not see it. More like but... fucking make little money at the box office. Am I right?
1: Doolittle, more like Robert Downey Jr.'s doing little after Marvel. It, it, uh, that's Oh, lost. my God. I know. Yeah.
0: Uh, I hope that he's just back Yeah, I Tony Stark again. No, that doesn't make sense. No, I whatever.
1: I hope he starts doing other stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope he doesn't just like (laughs) He just stops (laughs) acting after he's like that was my career. I'm done. I mean, he doesn't
2: need to.
0: Like, obviously, he doesn't need to,
1: but he's great. So (laughs) it's time for Sherlock Holmes three. (laughs) We we got to do the Sherlock Holmes team up between uh, Benedict Cabbage Patch and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, with
0: Martin Freeman. Is every member of that team in the MCU now? Probably Watson and. law I don't think is but everybody else is so
1: throwing Will Ferrell oh
0: god John <laughs> C. Reilly, they're both yeah. oh wait Will Ferrell John C. Is, John C. Is, yeah. is perfect there you go <laughs> I, I think everybody has at least half of their team who's been in the MCU which is super interesting because everyone's yeah. been in the MCU except for <laughs> Sherlock who both of them have been but uh this is not interesting. I don't know why we're talking about. This. Yeah,
1: no, we were we were already doing the outro, and then we. You started- can
0: find <laughs> us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvel Movie Pod. You can find or you can email us at, at gmail.com. You can find me on Insta- Instagram at flipdeck. You can find me on Twitter at flipdeck, but the e and egg is a three. That was not nearly as quick as it usually is. Um, is there anything else? I feel like there's so much, and I never. Oh, you should uh, like and subscribe and comment on all of this stuff if you're watching this on youtube you should share this with your friends we have a facebook page give we us reviews
2: t- reviews tell on us if iTunes. you hate it Please tell us. i would
0: love that <laughs> we need f-
1: i don't think we've ever gotten feedback ever <laughs> no
0: i mean i get i get it from people uh like fans will and i hate the term fans it sucks listeners yeah. will tell us it's um, not fans not fans <laughs> nobody's a fan yeah no um except maybe paul he's pretty <laughs> cool um well
1: yeah, Paul's yeah. different. Paul's different. <laughs> Paul is at Paul's another special. level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: not on so. uh, social media because you're weird. Uh, I
1: have a dual p- personality thing. The mutant I...
0: cure. You love red, red trench coats, is that correct? <laughs> and you think yes. Chris Evans looks adorable in his I way?
1: I am in the process of planning on dyeing my hair red. Um, That'd be I good, love look look red trench. It would not look how bright you are. All the time. <laughs> I know how
0: bright you dress. And
1: exactly.
2: Man.
0: I, I didn't even realize that Paul didn't know what you looked like. Like I was like,
1: no wow, one knows. I guess what nobody, I look nobody like. knows, huh? Yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't have very many pictures of myself in general. So yeah. yeah, obviously no one's gonna know what I look like. I
0: guess so. Well, so they'll see that art. That'll be the one reference. Yeah, even it'll every, be. Everybody still thinks Nick Mason looks like Tony Stark. He <laughs> does not. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Anyway. All right.
1: Yeah. Literally, no one knows what I look like, and that's fine. It's <laughs> a rat. He looks like a rat. Yeah, <laughs> I look I look like a rat, and that's fine. Okay, we really need to kill this. Yeah. Rats. we we do okay, <laughs> this okay. is bye, so long Go it's right good to week. be back
0: i don't stop listening don't you know who i am <laughs> the children, I bitch.